Amy Dax. Welcome to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host and founder, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. We are the premium location where women physicians come and learn about building profitable businesses so that they can have the freedom to live their best life. We have this podcast, we have a conference, we have summits twice a year, and we are a supportive community of over 9,000 women physicians. You can learn more at our website, fpestrong.com. If you like this podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you give it a great review? And make sure you share it with another doc who can benefit from it. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Today, we have Ruth Boulevant with us. She works with lawyers, doctors, and professionals who want to write a book. They're struggling, right? And we've talked about this before. Everyone wants to write a book. We all have a book within us. But we have a hard time making time to write that book. So Ruth helps you with that. She also helps with editing and getting your book out there. Ruth, thank you so much for coming on today. I know thank you, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. So I always say to you guys, connect, 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 right? So uh, Ruth and I have had conversations in, on LinkedIn. She also did a series for us for the, you know, we have the female physician entrepreneurs, the business group. So she has a nice video that she put in there for us. So do take a look at that if you guys haven't seen that yet. And it's just so important to connect. And so back to the topic of discussion for today, writing our own book. Ruth, tell us about it. Tell us about your background, how you got into this, and why specifically lawyers, doctors. I would love to do that, Sharon. And, and first of all, thank you so much for, for having me um, uh, speak to you like this. I love the immediacy of you just reaching out and of having this conversation. The um, little module that you uh, mentioned just now was about uh, how to start writing a book. And your theme of connection, that is so important. The only reason I feel that people should um, write a book is to reach another person's mind. Otherwise, you're just writing a journal. Or your, which and not to do journals down there, they can be lifesavers. Uh, but when you write a book, you're you're writing something, whether it's fiction or non-fiction, that you want to touch another person's mind, and maybe their heart as well. That that would be a, a, a bonus. So it's the reader that matters so much when we're we're thinking about writing a book. Really great advice. How did you get into helping others? Where did this start? You've done a few books yourself, I know. Tell us about your background. Okay. So, well, my background, I, uh, for 35 years, I've been a practicing lawyer um, in banking and financial services, uh, not uh, not perhaps the most people-centered uh, area of, uh, of, of law that you can practice. There are others. And around about 2016, 2017, for whatever reason, I listened to a voice in the back of my head that said, you really want to write a book. And I muddled along. I I got free stuff off the internet. I did a couple of courses. And eventually, after probably about five years, I managed to get myself to a position where I felt happy with what I'd done. But at that point, probably five years too late, I came across Jenny Nash and Author Accelerator and her work that she does to uh, uh, train book coaches. And book coaches is an interesting concept. Um, 
it's it's a very new profession. It's been around for a few years, but it is still new. And it really replaces the role of the the editor uh, in a traditional publishing house who those jobs are increasingly being squeezed out. The last 10 years, those jobs have been going and it leaves writers adrift. So in, in the traditional way of publishing a book, your book is picked up by a publisher and you're nurtured through an editorial process so that your book um, shines before it is actually published by the publisher. They can't afford to do that much anymore. It happens with the really big writers but the mid-market and the, the debut authors, you're lucky to get much attention at an editorial level. And so the work has, has moved from the big publishing houses to freelancers like myself who work with the writer to get their book up to notch before they actually pitch. Uh, and I, I work with traditionally published writers and self-published writers. You still want to produce the best book you can possibly write. Ruth, I love the background of you being a lawyer and mentioning banking. You're in that for over 30 years, and yet it took five years to write a book. And I can't help but think, like, some of that is just the woman, right? Like, we have to be perfect. So many professionals, we just have to be perfect because it's not ready yet. But I'm sure somewhere along the line before those five years, it was ready. And now you help others get that book out there. You're so right. So right, Sharon. Yes, absolutely. But it's it, that five years could have been two years, and in fact, for my second book now is is two years because there is a, a skill, a science almost. I mean, it's clearly it's an art, but there's almost a science to writing a good story of uh, eighty, ninety thousand words. And if you're writing nonfiction, again, you've still it's. I always say with nonfiction, it's not um, a case of just downloading everything you know and ramming it down the reader's the reader's throat. You've got to think why somebody wants to know what you know. And the art is, and the skill is to present the information so that you get that information across with a purpose, with intentionality. Let's talk about some of the mistakes that authors make when they're starting to write a book. What have you seen? What are like the three most common mistakes that you see? Oh, what? That? People often say that's such a good question when they're actually treading water trying to think what the answer is. Three. Three things, putting, putting the author first, not thinking about the reader. I'd say that's the most important thing. Um, I'll say it again, a, a book is written in order to be read. You've got to think about the reader. That means that you don't want uh, a writer to be too self-absorbed in what they're writing. Uh, one of the, the skills is, as a book coach is to be able to see see the essence of the writer has to offer and help them to reframe their writing without being too self-referential and, and find the theme or the themes that are of universal interest. That's what makes a good book. Love that. So that's one. The second one I would say is um, attempting to query a publisher or to self-publish too early without having let a book sit for a while, revisit it, put your reader hat on when you, when you read your manuscript. Um, and the third thing is it's going at it like a, a bull in a china shop and constantly rewriting the first three chapters and going round and round and round and then giving up. I think that, and, and that happens more often um, than, than you would credit. 
And the reason for that happening is that um, it's not clear to the writer exactly what they want to write, what their theme is, their point and purpose is in, in writing the book. There is great information. You have a freebie on your website. Where would people find that? Oh, well, the easiest thing, if you're on LinkedIn, is just go to the profile, uh, my profile, and click on the link to download it. That's that's the best place you can get it from. All right. So let's spell out your name. It's R-U-T-H-B-U-L-L-I-V-A-N-T. Right. So find that, find Ruth on LinkedIn. And then tell us about the freebie itself. What are you offering? So strategies for busy professionals to write a book. The, the, it's a web page which is covered with uh, examples and um, ex- not exercises, that makes it sound like hard work, tips uh, to um, manage, manage your time. It's not about time management, it's about mindset. To get yourself in a frame of mind where you can actually sit down and scope out, plan out and then write, write your book. Um, it does what it says on the gym, strategies for busy professionals to write their book. Excellent. And any last minute as far as I always hear, I don't have time. So can you help us with that a little bit? What are you saying to your clients that say, have time to do this? I think, I think the, the defense mechanism of saying I don't have time comes after the initial kick. Like that idea I had at the back of my head that I wanted to write a book. I think if if people find themselves in that position, I'd invite them to make two or three minutes for themselves, give themselves some space to think about what that kick to write a a book started from, what's going on there. Don't worry about timetabling or planning. If you really want to get it done, we'll be able to find a way for you to do that. But what matters is the core idea, the central idea that started you off with the idea. I have to tell somebody about that. Great advice. Ruth, I'm so glad that you're out there helping others. Remember, guys, if you're struggling, because I know a few of you are in the group, you reach out to me. I just can't get this book done. Please reach out to Ruth. That's why I wanted to have her on. And I also met Ruth through a mutual connection. So it was one of you guys in FPE that reached out, or one of you ladies, I should say, and say, talk to her. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, Sharon, I'm so grateful to you for reaching out for this. It's been great fun. Okay. We'll speak soon. All right, guys, I'll see you in another video. Make sure you check out Ruth Balavant. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.